Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Hey, it's me. It's Paul Mort. I'm welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talk Shit. I ain't gonna lie. This week's episode. I was a little bit nervous about doing this interview because of uh, this guy's um, following on LinkedIn, he's following on YouTube, um, they're a little bit terrifying. Uh, so when I interviewed Mike Winnett for this podcast, um, listen, we had a blast on this one. I learned all sorts of things actually, it was a bit of a selfish interview. We talked about how he'd sold his business for $8 million after two years, why he went after the likes of... Grant Cardone, Gary V, Russell Brunson, all those guys. So this was a fascinating interview for me, this. Um, and as usual, before you go listen, before you go check it out, before you go watch, however it is you're consuming uh, this shit, head on over to pullmo.uk for all your free stuff, your free things, and, of course, make sure you go to unstartablebooks.com because if you listen to my podcast and you're watching my videos and you maybe follow me on Facebook and Instagram and you haven't invested just eight pounds of your money, you're a bit of a dick. Enjoy it. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Paul Mort Talks Shit. And today, I am talking shit with Mr. Mike. Remember when I asked you about your surname? Yeah. I didn't know whether it was like Winnie, Winnet. Winnet. That's Winnet. my stage name. There you go. Is it really a stage name? Yeah, it's not my real actual surname. No fucking way. Yeah, it's a funny story behind it. Well, I say it's funny. You might not laugh. It might be shit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a story behind it whether it's oh, good or well, bad I'm very excited about this because my story about hearing about Mike was there was a, I had an advert out for my book on Facebook and as usual if it's not someone telling me I should kill myself or some kind of mad shit I'm coming to your house or something like that one guy said to me I can't wait for the contrepreneur he tagged the Facebook page or something to get a hold of you yeah. and I'm thinking fucking good luck with that because there's nothing you can say about me that I haven't already said and then I went and looked it out and I was like wow this is fucking cool yeah. so and I heard you say this just yesterday on a podcast. If you had to explain who Mike Winnett is, what do you do? I love the way you said it as well. Yeah, it's just... What I'll, do you do now? I would say I'm a professional ad clicker. So if I see someone um, post an ad claiming that they can make me financially free in 90 days, six months, or become a millionaire through yeah. whatever fucking passive income yeah. stream they want, I will click that ad, I will pay and do their course, and then just record my journey and my real results. Yeah. So that's it. I just have just basically put their bullshit to the test. And if yeah. it works, it works. If it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't. Here's the amazing thing about what Mike does. I've probably clicked all of those ads, bought the course and actually not done them. Yeah. So, so, and, and I bet there's so many people that have done that. I often say I've, I, I reckon I've spent at least six figures on courses and not even fucking opened them. But I would say you've probably got the exact same results that I've got from actually doing them. <laughs> <laughs> so you, by you not doing them and me doing them, I've just wasted two years to find out their bullshit. And yeah. you've just At least I've saved the time. Yeah. I've lost the money, but I've saved the fucking time. Yeah, well, I've lost 500 grand on this. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. All right. There we go. We've got half, some real fucking Half a million there. English pounds spent half on other people's courses. Half a English pounds. And how much have you made back? Um, Maybe 32 grand. Really? Yeah. So I'm oh, in the red. Shit. By a lot more the- than my accountant <laughs> thinks is a good idea. 
Well, dude, at least you can claim it back, right? Yeah, well. In yeah. fact, I've known some gurus say, and guess what? You can claim the VAT back on it. Yeah. You can claim the VAT <laughs> yeah, back on it. As if that's your best fucking sales pitch. So, Mike, um, how the fuck did you end up just being the guy who does people's courses, does them, and realizes that they're shit? Uh, so I had a legit business um, that I set up with some of my friends in 2015. Yeah. And then... Oh, what? I thought it was way older than that. No, no. So you did that whole thing. When did you sell it? In uh, June 2017. Holy shit. So, dude, you did not fuck around with that business. So eh? no investors like came up with the idea, mm-hmm. took it to market, launched it, scaled it, and then sold that business for £8 million in 2017, June. My fucking guy. You're the only the second person that's ever got it. It's like a Paul Hollywood handshake that. Oh, is it? Tyson Fury got one when he said, I yeah. just knocked I just knocked Deontay Wilder the fuck out. And you just got one for telling me about that. Yeah. That's fucking So sick. we did that. And then, um, being a working class lad, we're not taught how to handle money or whatever. You know, when we're at school. So yeah. I thought like, well, yeah. I know a little bit about property. Everyone says you should get into property. Yes. I know a little bit about, about, a little bit about stocks and shares. Yeah. But, Every time I turn on a YouTube video to find out what I should be investing in, people keep telling me I'm missing out on dropshipping, on um, affiliate marketing, on yeah. Forex trading. Yes. And all these 22-year-old lads are driving Lambos. <laughs> and here I am at the time, 34. Yeah. 34, a bloke that actually employed staff, got a building, marketed myself, worked 16 hours a fucking day, six Those days a week. Yeah. I must have done it all wrong if they've got better results than me in 90 days. So partly it was curiosity yeah. i just thought what if there is something in this i don't think it will make me financially free but what if there is a little bit of money let me research it well listen everyone everyone would like to make easy fucking money right yeah. all of us but want that path of least resistance like i'm like if i can i really do that if i give you that much money you can turn that into money for me exactly and even though you know it's probably 99 percent wrong i find that people fall into two categories they're too lazy to do it anyway so even if it did work they would fail yes or yeah. it's bullshit. <laughs> yes. So it's one of them two things. And I yeah. thought, well, I'm probably a good indicator of someone that has got the commitment and uh, knowledge and experience of yes. running my own business. Yeah. So if this is bullshit, I would be a good indicator for other people to say it is bullshit because I've kind of, I'm probably a little bit further along the yeah. process. And it's not going to be down to you not doing the work. Yeah. Because that, that, that would be like, that would be, and we were talking about this before, like it's easy to say, oh, well, it didn't work because you didn't do the work. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work as you didn't. Yeah, and the mad thing is as well, by the way, and this is a big thing where most of these gurus are teaching you a step-by-step process to follow their um, way to success. So it's the like... blueprint. Yeah. yeah. Um, in real business, when I sold my business, they paid me millions of pounds to not compete with them for two years. Do you see what I mean? Because yes. why would yes. I teach you what I do yeah. and then you become my competitors? You turn your customers into competitors. It doesn't make sense. I had to do this with the supplement company as well. We yeah. had to sign a non-compete to say that we weren't going to start another supplement company. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's how real business works. But yeah. guess what? Caleb, the 23-year-old Forex trader... <laughs> Like, he's trying to teach you... <laughs> Dude, Caleb, I love that. Do you know I mean? Who came up with that name? That's amazing. Oh, but it's like... That is legit as well. There is a legit one. Yeah. Caleb Maddox, he's yeah. an absolute gimp, but him... Oh, do I know what you mean? That He's not even 18, him, is he? I don't that know. little mad American bastard. Yeah, yeah. He is mental. But he talks in sound bites as well. He's, yeah. not, he's off his head, isn't he's he? He's got ADD, him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a handful. Hey? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Most people have. I'm rudely interrupting yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, yeah, it was just a case of... They paid me not to work for two years because they were worried that I might do it again. So I yeah. just thought, 
I wanted to find, is there anybody online that's unbiased and can tell me whether these things work? Yeah. If people said it was bullshit, I thought, well, you might just be lazy. Yeah. And anybody that was telling me it worked was probably selling the thing anyway. That's what I found. People fell into two categories. Yeah. So I just thought, why don't I make content that I wish I could have watched? Yes. Which was an unbiased review on these courses. And then I started doing that. And then I've just ended up down a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> and here I am. Yeah. Dude, it's mad. So, so before I get into that kind of middle portion, what do you do now? I mean, I know we're in this podcast. Like, what do you... What does work look like for Mike now? So, um, at the moment, if there's a three, thing, uh, three things on the, the burner. So, we've got the podcast studio, which is this. You're the yeah. first person to ever use this. Thank yeah. you for that. It's all right. Um, so, anyone in Warrington looking for a podcast studio, come here. Uh, no, so we've got this place. All surrounding areas, Mike. I would travel to yeah. come here. Like if I was in Manchester, Manchester, Liverpool. Manchester, Liverpool, the WA postcode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got this place where we want to offer podcast production. Um, we can do podcast management for you, or you can just rent the space out. There's this. We've got, um, we'd make video content for businesses. So we've got a video production company. And then um, we've also launched in something which is like a good habits podcast where we interview experts in their field to give sort of like one tip in their field to improve people's businesses. Yeah, nice. Sounds a bit mad like, but. Yeah. So really, we do all that kind of thing, but none of it makes anywhere near as much money as Forex trading and dropshipping and <laughs> all these other things that we do on the sideline. Dude, I love it. And do you know, do you know what I love about all those things that you said there sound like the things that you like love to do Yeah, that are fun as fuck? Yeah, well, yeah. And do you yeah. think that's a big thing in business? Like you've got to, it's got to be some fucking fun. You seem like a guy that just likes, not just likes, but everything that you do seems to have a bit of a fucking fun element to it. Um, well, weirdly, and I say this, you know, people say like, follow your passion. Yes. I was not passionate about online learning. So in my last business, I didn't know anything about it. I just realized it was fucking broken and it, and there was an opportunity there to make a better product. that help you available. not knowing anything about it? Yeah, like weirdly... It's like you're, you're naive, and if you harness that in the right way, like if I knew how hard it was going to be <laughs> and the impact of, like, I might not have done it. But yeah. you're like, I don't know if you think the same thing, and this is a, maybe a bad way to judge anything. Yeah. If someone's done something yeah. and I think they're a dickhead, I just think, well, if he's done it, I can do it. Like, yeah. why can't? Like, do you know what I mean? That's how I think of things. And um, well, look at Joe Rogan gets a hundred million on Spotify for getting stoned with his mates. Yeah, exactly. And talking shit for four fucking hours. Yeah, so if, so if he so if he can do if he can run a podcast and makes hundreds of thousands of pounds of it, like surely that it, that anyone can do that yeah. if you put in the graph, the you know, uh, what do you call it? You learn how to do it probably the consistency. Yeah. You put in the graph, like you can achieve anything. Yeah, uh, which goes against obviously a lot of these courses, which yeah. are trying to shortcut everything. So yeah. I just thought hack, fuck it. hacks. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I was talking about this with my wife yesterday. Actually, sure, white. There was someone hacking through a jungle. It was that Zac Efron thing. You know, that Zac Efron mm. thing on Netflix. It's quite, it's quite good, that actually. Yeah. yeah, it's quite good. And he was hacking his way through a jungle. My wife said, Why did they say the word fucking hack when it literally means just fucking chop things to bits? Yeah. It's mad, that, isn't it? All right, so one question that I wanted to ask, mm. right, was Did any of. Actually, it's not a yes or a no because he said, Don't bring a yes or a no. Which courses, like, worked? You don't have to mention any names or anything like that, but which courses were you like, Actually, you know what? This one's. Decent. There's absolutely none, and I mean zero, that have got anywhere near the results they promise. Yes. And that's that's none. And that isn't through want of trying, effort, time, or anything like that. We throw money at things. Yeah. None of them have worked. However, out of all my investments that yes. I've made, the ones that have done the, 
the, the two best ones have been, and again, it goes to show what I said at the very beginning, property. Yes. Like, I'm making money through property. Yes. No, you know, I'm not financially free through property. It's not replaced my income yes. or my salary, but yes. property and stocks and shares, even with the um, COVID-19 and pandemic, they are the two things. But isn't it funny how they are long-term investments that seem mm. to work rather than nothing has worked in 90 Well, and they're both kind of up and down as well, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like, and again, I'm not trying to short stuff like say Forex trading or yeah. even stocks and shares where you're trying to get, be a smart ass. Yeah. You're trying to buy low, sell high and do yeah. it within a day. Yeah. I just put my money into them things and left them. And yeah, they're the so only things that have made money. Yeah. And you could have done them without the courses, I bet. Both a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I could have done them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's equally as well. Like, if you want to know about investing, go and buy a book by fucking Warren Buffett. <laughs> you can go and download his letters that he produces every year yeah, to tell you what he's you investing in. don't need an online course. I don't need you to just tell me, oh, here you go, here's my five secret tips, and it's two, well, 1997. Yeah. the pricing always ends in a seven. It's your price yeah. in a seven. Don't think it does. Is that why you got shit on your advert? I get it all the time now. No, I got shit on my advert because I tried the, um, you love this one, I tried the flea plus shipping thing. Oh, yeah. No, the free plus shipping. Yeah. The book's free, you just pay for the shipping. Yeah. Basically, you pay for the book to be printed and shipped. Yeah. Yeah. I did all that thing. Yeah. I did all that shit. Got but this is a mad thing now. So I made that video not f- for people to go and post on other people's yeah, yeah, adverts, yeah. whatever. I just made it because I thought it was a humorous observation because I saw so many people use the exact same language, backstories, tactics. I just yes. thought, isn't this funny? I'll just put a video out. Now <clears> I get tagged into probably 150 things every yeah. week. Yeah. And it's like as if I'm used as like a bully on the playground. Like, oh, <laughs> well, James gets James Smith. That we're talking about before. James gets that as well. Yeah. So the funny thing is, James is my friend, and one of my friends will post one of them things we talked about before, which I'm not going to mention. And James will get tagged on one of my friends. So I've got a friend getting tagged on another friend's post. When are you going to call this cunt out? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> it's, uh, I've got a friend in Warrington, and yeah. um, she knows who she is, and she says like, "Me and you should hate each other because I do a lot of the things that you take the piss out of." Yeah. But like, I know you. Yeah. Like you're my mate, but but then she gets yeah. threatened with me all the time. Well, and she's probably, if you know her, you probably know that she's kind of the real deal, right? Yeah. yeah. If you know her yeah. and she's doing those things, well, if you know her, she's legit. So I love it when a guy from my town buys my book or signs up to one of my courses. Because I'm like, if he's from my town, like that 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 always means a lot to us. Because yeah. I'm like, well, it's a small fucking town. Warrington's quite a small place, yeah. right? It's the same here. Like I would say, like, we make obviously content for people's business so they can get seen and stuff. Yeah. If I had an option where someone said you could only have 50 clients, I would have 50 clients in Warrington. Like, yeah. I'd rather do it for my own town. Yes. And it's a weird thing, maybe, to say. Yeah. I would, that means more to me than having a fucking contract with someone. It's like weird, that. isn't it? It is weird. Yeah. I, I, I say this all and the time. And also, as well, we can say that, or you, I can say that because I know what we're doing is right and mm. benefits them. So I don't mind bumping into you in the pub. Yes. And you're a client of mine or we work together. Yes. Whereas a lot of these gurus, they do the fucking spread the marketing. They don't care if they've got clients all over the place and they're ripping them off because they never have to see these people. Yeah. Big and difference. They disappear after the events all the time. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I've been, dude, I've been to all those fucking events. I remember, I remember going to one. It's probably about 2016. It's the, um, let's just call him a, the guy that in a movie is portrayed as snort and coke off a uh, hook as arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to his event and dude, within five minutes, you had people standing up saying, I am committed. I invest yeah, in myself. Man. And I left after an hour. Yeah. And the worst part is I signed up for the fucking course as well. Did I dropped three grand because I was like, this day is just going to be, because he clearly has some knowledge of selling, yeah. right? Some knowledge of selling. Even it, if it's... It's a straight line selling. The straight line. That's what it is. <laughs> it, goes in, it goes in one direction. Um, so I thought, I'm going to buy this course, but I'm not going to sit through this fucking pitch fest. Yeah. You know how I know? Do you know 
the, the telltale, si- tale sign for me should have been that the event was like 97 quid yeah. for like the whole day. Yeah. That's one so, of the... And was there other speakers on before him? Was, well, was I didn't make it that... No, yeah. he was on first, but I didn't make it beyond the, him. Oh, didn't you? Because so, normally they have, um, especially in a success resource event, I get loads of shit from them. I yeah. get threatened with legal stuff from them a lot. Yeah. Um, but they... Don't say free promotion this free promotion for success resources. Oh, they need all the help they can get. <laughs> if you look at their accounts. Yeah. yeah, if you look at their accounts, they they could do with a hand. But um, really? so yeah, if it wasn't for the Tony Robbins tickets propping that business up, they're fucked. Yeah, and I did say that. Yeah, if they, if they want to send I, me another I love letter, it. I love it. Success resources also. If you want to sponsor the show, uh, uh, do you know what? A weird thing about success resources. I never said this on camera before. They actually got in contact with me when I took a couple of videos taking the piss out of their events because yeah. I've been to them. I yeah. went one undercover, yeah. and. They said, look, you're obviously talented making content. How can we work together to make sure this doesn't happen again? Really? Yeah. Wow. And I went, if you want, and I genuinely said this, if you want me to come in and tell you what I think you're doing wrong and why, yes. I would happily do that. Not yeah. work together so I can work for you. Yes. But like, it's a criticism. If you take what I'm saying on board, you'll probably have a better company yes. in my mind. Yes. And, um, they never got back to me. So they contacted me, spoke to me on the phone and said, can we work together? And I was like, well, I don't want to work with you, but I can tell you why I've said these things about yes. you in the video. Yeah, and they weren't interested. And, you and they, didn't, they didn't want to know that. Really? Yeah, weird. They must get it. Do you know what I think about them now you're saying that? I bet they get a lot of bounced payments. Like people yeah. that are so fucking desperate to make something work, but maybe aren't willing to do the work and put on a credit card and then... Yeah, they must get so many fucking bounce payments. That's probably why they're fucking feeling so bad. Yeah. But it's, it was some of the speakers there pay to be on stage. They have paid to be on stage. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know, I'm Mike Winnett and I've got a property course in fucking Warrington. Yeah. Um, I'll pay um, Success Resources to appear on stage and then split any sales I make on the day 50%, 50-50. And I know that because one of their speakers has told me. Shit. That's how it works. So so basically, that's how they can afford the headline speaker. So the, so, the other speakers who they position as an authority. Yeah. Have paid to be on their stage, yeah, pay to play. It's so bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And it was at, it was actually at a Success Resources event that I was at that then made me decide to do the Entrepreneur Formula because it was the worst event I've ever been to in my yeah. life. Was it? And why did you go at that event? Were you just looking at what were you were you going to do the Entrepreneur Series before then? Or no, no. no. So no. it was actually being sat there that day that just it blew my mind. I was sat there and there was a woman sat next to me and I was thinking this is funny to me yeah. because not funny because that sounds a bit arrogant, but I mean. Yeah. I've just sold my business. You've never been in that environment, really. Yeah. Because you've been too busy. Well, well, here you go. So, yeah, like, I didn't know... Can you get addicted to that? That was that that would probably still be me. Like, I buzz on that live event experience. Yeah, of course. Like, I love it. I've consumed most of Robbins' material, and as soon as he's done the live event, I'll probably go. Yeah. I'll probably not speak to anyone the whole time I'm there, but I'll probably go just for the fucking buzz. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just for that. There's loads of people that do that, like, fans of that environment and the company. Yeah. So they'll go to any live speaker, and they'll really? turn up, and they'll spend all day there. Yeah. But So you went there and... So I went there. Like, like this weird is weird. Thing. And I always say, so I... Did they make you touch noses with anyone? Uh, high five was a lot. Uh, and bang yeah, on your chest. I, and I believe I can fly. Did mad. that come on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mad, oh my God. Um, but, so, like, when I had my business, I didn't know, I'd never heard of Gary Vee. It might sound mad now, in 2015, not so Gary Vee was. I'd yeah. never heard of him. I didn't know who Grant Cardone was, Ty Lopez. I was Ty too Lopez busy. Yeah actually growing a business to you understand are, this world I call existence. this right I think people especially business people get upset like there's a lot of consumption yeah. you were busy creating not consuming yeah Do you I, know, I get asked what books are you reading right now I'm like this year I've probably read one personal development book because yeah. I'm like why do I I've got so much shit that I haven't done that I already know 
Yeah. Why would I just was like fucking? I'm not listening to any more fucking audiobooks this year. I'm not listening to any book. I'm just gonna fucking do what needs doing. What if you read one book and implemented one thing from it? It's probably better than reading a hundred books and doing fuck all. And, of and, it. and a lot of them are the fucking same anyway, especially yeah. personal development ones. Yeah. They're all fucking. They're all based on them. What's the fucking uh, how to win friends from an influence? Yeah. <laughs> they're all based on that shit yeah. anyway. That's what they're all like, aren't they? They're all um, copying each other. Yeah. But um, but it was at that event where it blew my mind that there was people on stage telling you. you you should quit the nine to five. You can work four hours a day. And the, I'm sat there thinking, the irony is your full-time job, your nine to five, you're working full-time hours to tell other people they don't need to work nine to five. Like yeah. you're doing the exact opposite yeah. of what you're telling people if they just bought your course to do. And like, so I think like, can't anyone else see like the irony or how funny this is? And then when I start getting talking to people, a woman spent one nine nine seven. It was this heavily discounted from 30 grand. <laughs> To buy um, a product launch course. <laughs> Hang on a second. It was one nine nine seven, and it was discounted from thirty grand. Yeah, that right. is fucking yeah. amazing. Every price was one nine nine seven at that event, and then I just said to her. So she ran up and bought it. I said, "What? Like, you know, um, what's your business? Because I've not got one. I mean, but it's a product launch. You've just bought a product launch course." And she's like, "Yeah." Um, so three day boot camp, and I was like, "But you've not even got a product to launch. Why yeah. have you just spent that money?" And then then she started telling me oh, you know, I hate my job, I think I'm undervalued. And I realised, oh shit, this is the type of person that say, not everybody, yeah. but there's a lot of people there looking for an answer and they think that some stranger from America that's come over here to fill a fucking travel lodge um, on a Saturday for 14 hours is there to save them. Yeah. They can't save. Was the event like low cost as well again? Um, this event was actually, the, this um, event was actually decent. Obviously Gary Vee was over there, but he literally flew in for his 30 minutes and then fucked off. Weirdly, I ended up speaking to Gary and he invited me to VaynerMedia. And that's how that came about. Yes. So in a weird way, as much as I criticised Success Resources, they gave me the entrepreneur formula because I had to sit through that shit for fucking three days. What <laughs> um, was it, three days then? Uh, two days, but I had to like travel and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I obviously uh, met Gary V. Went over there, and he's a he's a weird guy in real life. I don't yeah. know if you've ever met him. I've had him on my podcast. In 20, Have you? In 2014. Oh, really? How was that? On like yeah. Boxing Day or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But he's a uh, being in his office was like it was one inspiring in some ways. Like, oh fucking hell, if we could re- recreate a tenth of this in Warrington, we'd do all right. <laughs> but equally, just like a machine, he had people lined up in the offices, and yeah. it's a bit like I've never actually um, spoke about this. So. People paid $15,000 to have a 10-minute meeting with Gary Vee in his office. It's called a 4D, the actual thing. Right. We didn't... He, he gave us that for free. Yeah. And we went over and saw him. We didn't, we didn't pay for it. Yeah. But it's clever. The setup there is... You're like, see, Gary Vee now is like the Richard Branson of this generation. He's the social yes. media guy. So they want to go in. And if you have your picture taken with uh, Gary Vee, you put it on social media, you're happy with yourself, you aren't you? It as a fucking Facebook ad. Most people Brilliant, don't even know Gary Vee. Exactly. <laughs> so, but most people have paid for that. So you then pitch your business to Gary Vee and you've paid $15,000. Yeah. One or two things is going to happen. He thinks it's a shit idea. He's not interested. And he just goes, oh, thanks very much. He's got his footage for his um, YouTube channel. He gives his little sound bite. There's his clip. I've inspired a new um, entrepreneur. If your idea is good, he then offers, if, well, we could do all your marketing. Do you know what? Why don't we go into partnership? And then he pretty much says, give me 10% of your business for $15,000. Or So he's given them back their own money to have a stake in. And that's why Gary Vee was in the room when Uber was made. So think of it as Dragon's Den only he's getting paid 15 grand a pitch. Okay. But he's got these back to back. So when I'm in his office, we're sat at the end. Gary's here to see you now. I've brought you a cap, by the way, Mike. Oh, yeah. I've got you a cap, I. 
We're going to go get the cap on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> go on my cap. Oh, right. okay. We might be able to stretch it a t-shirt as well. Or a, bo- and a bottle of water, maybe. That's it. <laughs> but it's mad, isn't it? But it's just, it's just a weird thing. So, And then in my head, I'm thinking, you've got 120 grand today from just listening to 10 yeah. people's business ideas. Yeah. And then you've offered to invest in the two or three that are decent. Yeah. But what are you can invest them, you can invest the money you've just made today. Yeah. And then it's it it's, it was it was a mad environment. Wow. But we could have put a video out about Gary Vee, which showed him in a completely different light. Yeah. The person we told him we thought was the worst entrepreneur that I've come across. Yeah. He said, I, I, I can't stand that guy. I don't like him. Yes. Let's go. Let's work together. Let's get on Netflix. As long as it's about him. Yeah. Right. Really? And I was saying I'm more interested in the process that people can then recognize and then can say, Oh, he's also using that process. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Rather than saying. He's a bad guy. Paul's a, Paul's a bad guy. So yes. then you're the scapegoat. So everyone thinks yes. anything you do is bad. It's yes. almost like, no, here are the tactics. Yes. You should now. You know, I, I agree completely with that. Like yeah. going after the tactics, going after the strategy, going after the lies rather than an individual yeah. human. Because then it becomes, you've got a vendetta about it. Like, because to, to be honest as well, many of these tactics are. There's nothing wrong with them. They work as long as it's an ethical product target at the right person and it does give you the results if you do the work. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. when you're targeting someone that isn't the right person with fake examples and yes. unethical examples. Yeah. So you're selling essentially like a fucking uh, pig with lipstick on it. Yeah. Or a, a shit rolling glitter. It's still a shit once I, yeah. once I open the Kajabi site. So like <laughs> that's the problem yeah. more than like the tactics you send. Like scarcity is fine if it's real scarcity. Yes. Testimonials are great if they're real testimonials. Yes. If you're a guru and I've seen this at a live event and you tell everyone in the audience to get out their phones, go on Trustpilot and leave a five-star review for your course that they've not even bought yet. Ah, oh, okay. You're a shit house, aren't you? Shit, yeah. That's naughty. But now on uh, Trustpilot, you've now got 136 five-star reviews and they've all give a recommendation for a course they've never done before. So now when people do their research, they say, oh, he's got 136. That course is great. Yeah. Shit. But it's bullshit. But now what you've done is you've hit the, the real one-star review from people that have paid their money and can't. Yeah. Um, can't get the ah, results. That's right. So it, if, yeah. And that's a, one tip I always say is whenever you're like doing due diligence on any of these courses, yeah. if you look at um, the times and dates that uh, five-star reviews were left they'll yeah. always be around the same date and the same time because that's when you know they've had a live event and they've asked for five star reviews sure. so there's wow. mad things that I discovered actually during the last two years of actually going to all these events yeah. and stuff yeah. but yeah so Gary V he's there telling me it's got to be about him yes I can't stand the guy um, he's the bad guy he gives this whole industry a bad name fast forward fucking five months there's a picture of Gary V and that guy he's told me he can't stand in his office arm round each other big things coming and he's done fucking events with him what? And that just made me think, like, oh, even you, Gary. It's like, yeah. come on, mate. You're meant to be to many of these people, that, like the good guy. The, the no bullshit guy. But I think he squares it away as well. I don't sell a course, so I'm not the same as these. But you're the headline speaker that attracts these people to yes. get sold to. Yes. By these entrepreneurs. Yeah. Shit, so he's bro. mad. He's a mad guy. But yeah. So thanks to Success Resources, <laughs> I've experienced all these things. I love it. So you did that two day thing, and it was like fucking hell. This is nuts. Yeah. What was the next? So I went I went away and I just thought, so there were some wild claims by some of the people I've seen on stage today. Yeah. Let me just go and do a bit of research on it to see if it's true. And then... So you did you not buy anything at the... Nothing. That's, no, no. Dude, well played. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'd be, I remember when I first started going to events, I went to one in the States. I must have bought every speaker's product. Yeah. 
and I think I've done something with one of them. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I, cause I buy into that whole buzz. I get, yeah. you, cause it get you through all these emotions and that. And yeah, you yeah. didn't buy anything at all. at all. How many speakers was there? Uh, 12. Holy shit, yeah. man. Well played. Because Did every single one on the pitch. Absolutely. Uh, two didn't. Uh, so one was Dan Priestley, who weirdly about him on my podcast. Yeah. Um, and he used to be like that. So yeah. he used to do that, saw that, wow, it wasn't right. And he's kind of like, the last 10 years completely changed what yeah. he does and yeah. he's kind of like the anti-contrepreneur guy yeah. almost like a recovered yeah, like, yeah. you know he uses the same tactics but he's <laughs> a really good guy to listen to yeah he'd be good on your podcast actually Dan's yeah. got a lot of good stuff to say he's, oh, sick. his company's called Dent Okay, um, really really good and he said something really interesting by the way it's easier to take someone that's good to great than it is to take someone that's got no skill set to good so he said so why are you targeting that bottom tier of wow. people Yeah. so his business now you can't sort of join and he can't help you unless you've got a minimum experience in business and a minimum amount of money in your yeah. business account. Ah, uh, dude, that's cool. Because he said, like, I could sit there all day yeah. firing Facebook ads at anybody that's once liked a Grant Cardone video, Yeah, but they're probably not going to be successful yeah. Do you know what's interesting business. about that? I joined a program, I was in a coach called, a program called Strategic Coach for four years and with them, you had to send them, you had to get a letter from your accountant showing that you were, you, you paid yourself six figures a year, Yeah, which I thought was, you know what, that's quite cool. Yeah, like that's. I think theirs was just a guarantee that there wasn't any really needy people in the fucking room. Yeah, in a mastermind scenario. But it's yeah. just that as well. And I always say this, and weirdly, I've said this to one of the entrepreneurs that really doesn't like what I do. But I actually had a conversation with him saying, "You've got the bones of an amazing business. Yeah. If you just shut up shop for a few months and just provided the people that have paid with the service that was promised to him, they would then yes. become advocates for what you do, and yes. that." So obviously they'll You'd be, then be able to get some real results. Yeah, and there'll be short term dip in some, in terms of sign ups, but mm-hmm. then it'll be more of an exclusive business, and the results would speak for themselves. And you wouldn't need to spend sixty percent of your time fighting legal cases, trying to bury bad doing news, refunds. doing re- exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like just do the right thing, and it normally pays off long term. Yeah, where a lot of these people are just like, "What's the next craze? Oh, it's fucking crypto mining. Yeah. I'm going to launch a crypto mining course. Oh, podcasts are doing well. I'm yeah. going to do a how to monetize your podcast course. Yeah. You're not." good at any of these things you're good at marketing and you're good at selling courses so why don't you just fucking do a course in marketing and selling selling courses Uh, and that's the that's my issue really yeah yeah Yeah. so success resources we've got 12 speakers two of them haven't pitched and you haven't bought anything which by the way mate I feel like fist bumping you again, but you can't yeah. get two in one no, fucking show. No, not with no COVID. fucking chance. Social distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I do that oh. fucking weird elbow thing. Yeah. Um, so we did that and then we got home and then so, like entrepreneur just was like, fuck it, let's I was do just this. like, I that is mad. Video I want to make. Yeah, it was like, that's mad. I've just listened to the same pitch pretty much word for word yeah. of 12 people. Was there a, at the start of the talk, was there like a... Sob story. Sob story, yeah. My opening line is, like, I haven't yeah. got a fucking sob story yeah, yet. Yeah. I'm like, I've, my yeah. mum and dad have never broke up. I've never yeah. lived on the streets. I've never been bankrupt. I've got both my legs. Yeah. And that, and then I'm like, but the, I'm giving on my whole fucking stage thing where I say, yeah. but I can't stop fucking swearing. Yeah. So that's the only sob story you're going to get. All the sob story and then you get... The, the, I was just like, the, extraordinary opportunity. I bonus, took that leap of faith. Bonus one, bonus yeah, two. Yeah. Come to the back of the room now, we'll do this. Exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So then I just thought, who were the funniest ones last probably the worst ones let me just research them did a bit of research on thought fucking hell this is mad i'm now going to follow them around the country to each of their events to see if i notice anything i know i'm a grown man doing this for a fucking job because i didn't have anything else Dude, to do what was, everyone, what was everyone else saying about you when you were doing it because obviously afterwards it's, it's gone fucking mental yeah but like while you were doing it 
What was the general fucking consensus? I don't get what, why are you doing this? You're a real businessman and now you're deciding to go and follow a fucking Canadian guy around the country to like speak in Birmingham, <laughs> Manchester, London to an event you've said shit. Like, yeah. Why'd you keep going? And that's when it blew my mind and I started seeing weird things. So because I then started to follow around the worst ones, yeah. I started to see some of the unethical things that he did at each event, like, you know, ask for the five-star reviews and put your hands up and all them kind of things. Yeah. But the maddest thing was I started seeing the same people. So the girl that signed us in at one event on reception yeah. um, when we were in London yeah. was then the girl that got up and ran to the back of the room onto stage to say she was going to sign up when we were in oh, Manchester. Oh, that is naughty. But I clocked, I clocked this. So then it's made me think, oh shit, this is even darker and a bit more twisted and a bit yeah. more unethical than I first thought. So there are even people in the crowd are plants. Like they are people wow. that pretend to get excited and run to the back of the room. They work for these gurus and they work for these companies to get the crowd whipped up. Shit, and that. dude. That's not good marketing. That's you just being a cunt. Yeah. Like you're a sly bastard. If you have to rely on plants pretending to be excited That's customers. Naughty. Yeah. And um there she was. And then she was at the next event. And then like it starts to get to the point where they start recognising me now. You're because not many people would go <laughs> to the you same bought yet? Exactly. You haven't bought yet. But it was just yeah. mad where, and it's the same thing, they'd be working the room and that's when I started getting talking to people and some of the testimonials at these events are actually people that have paid to be a testimonial to give their businesses exposure. They've not had the results that the guru's on the stage. So they've never done the course and got the results. Yeah, They just know that they would get exposure from speaking there. Shit. And I just started thinking, this is really, really fucked up. So that's when I decided to write the actual script down and record the script and then put it out. So this is the word for word script that they use in the order they use it. And this is how they get you to buy. Yeah. Buy now. Not just buy, buy now, innit? Buy now, buy, buy now, now, buy yeah. now. And it, but even that with this, like the NLP, they're saying buy now throughout, like saying buy now you'll realize that this is not an extraordinary opportunity. Yeah. By now, you know, you might have some reservations and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. I did that, put that video out. It was only like my fourth ever video. How was this? Yeah. It did nothing for like four months. It did yeah. like 20,000 views. Yeah. And then weirdly I woke up one day and then it had done 10,000 views overnight and I got a thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel and it did 10,000 views a day for the next two weeks and I got a thousand subscribers a day for the next two weeks. Shit. I don't know what had triggered the algorithm. I can't yeah. put my finger on that. Yeah. Um, Though I tell clients I do know how that happens, I can do it for their business. No, it's no. probably that guy tagging me. <laughs> no, so, no, no, all honestly, I don't know what it what happened, but it just blew up, and then all of a sudden the video got taken down with a copyright strike from a entrepreneur. Oh shit! Uh, Brussel Runson, I'll call him from Dick Funnels. Oh if you know yeah, that guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Got the video taken down, and weirdly, it was that video being taken down caused more interest in it so it kind of had of course it did yeah is it, I think they call it the Streisand effect or didn't something didn't you didn't like. you do um, the video that YouTube banned didn't you do that like didn't you didn't, did you do did, when you put it back out again did you do like the video that YouTube banned yeah so I, yes. so what I then did I spent two weeks because there was a few things what's mad is if I'd known so many people had watched it yeah. we're going to watch it I would have put more effort into it and there was a few <laughs> things that I did because it was really for my own sanity yeah um this is what I've seen. This might be interesting to some people. Yeah. And then when loads of people started watching it and leaving like little comments, oh, what about this and what about that? I could kind of address some of the things that I left out because I didn't think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, listen, like, when I say scarcity yeah. as a bad thing, and then someone goes, but what about Nike when they bring out limited edition trainers? Well, it's fucking Nike, number one. They're not promising that those limited edition trainers are going to make you a millionaire in 90 days. There's yes. a big difference between a tangible product yes. and 
fucking dreams yeah. sold to you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Also, as well, if it's one of 150, it's a legitimate product. If it's a, um, a limited product and it's a fucking PDF, he's not running out of PDFs. He's not printing them, is he? Do you know what I mean? There's a big difference. But I didn't think I had to say this to people. I just thought some people have got like a, a level of intelligence where they could work out. Yeah. I don't mean that literally. He ends his price in a seven. Does that mean he's a contrepreneur? No, not every price that ends in a seven means it's a scam, you fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. It's just a humorous observation that most of their pricing shit, ends yeah. in a seven. That's yeah. it. It's a humorous observation. Yeah. It's not fucking gospel. Yeah. No wonder you get scammed all the time. Yeah. You can't fucking think for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so... Um, Dude, what was the original objective with the contrepreneur thing? Like, what was the original thing? Was it just fun? Uh, it was just make something that I would have enjoyed watching. So it was, yeah, it was just, a, I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was mildly interesting, funny. That yeah. was it. Like, isn't this funny how they say all the same thing? Yeah. Like, how fucked up is this? Yeah. Then I started getting like hate from entrepreneurs. Yeah. And then that's when the whole, cause I never mentioned at any point, not before any of this point, I've actually had my own business. I, I don't have any reference to my own business on, uh, online. Yeah, I don't yeah, have any yeah. social media in my real name. Well, dude, we were looking for that. I was like, dude, yeah. find out what Mike's thing was. And- yeah, but I, I, I didn't because guess what? When you sell a business, like they don't want you to Talk be... Talk about it. Exactly. So yes. that's how real business works a lot of the time. Yes. So then the hate I would get would be, you're just an unsuccessful troll like pissing on yes. like, from successful people. Yeah. And I will admit, and you might say sometimes, YouTube comments don't bother me depending on what mood I'm in. Oh, do you know what I mean? Dude, 100%. 100%. It's like, like some days when my, energy's, when my energy's low. Dude, we've had like, I had two death threats last Oh, I've had that, yeah. Death threats, I've had. Um, From people, 10Xs as People well. threatening me. What's it, what's it? People threatening me. Um, now, Max a cage fighter, so I just say, come to the, don't come to my house, come to my office, I'll fight you there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you're totally right. When my energy's low... That's when I'll tend to react. Yeah. When my energy's... In fact, when my energy's high, I'm too busy doing shit to even look at yeah. the comments. Same here. Yeah. You're spending your fuck somewhere else. Yeah, it's mad, isn't yeah. it? It's, like, it's a weird thing because I equally, it's like, I say like, I'm not asked about YouTube comments. Like, I'm probably not asked about 99% of them. Yeah. Like, 99% of the time. Yeah. But then there's some days when you're pissed off about something and it's like... But then I just think, why am I explaining myself to some fucking mong? Yeah, basically. And the can thing I is, that? I can't say it's, it's poor more talk. Oh, shit. You can say it. whatever the fuck you want, mate. Moron, yeah. <laughs> moron. Yeah. What m? Um, do, you know do you know what's weird about YouTube though is that the comments of like it's not like Facebook yeah. where you can look at someone's profile. Yeah. Because let's face it, we do that. Yeah. Do you know what's funny to me? There's a direct correlation between how much hate I get and how many people have a picture of a dog as their profile picture. Yeah. And I was like, wow, a dog that can type, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday you had a guy who had a picture of a swan as his profile picture. I'm like, yeah. wow, dude, a swan. How have you typed with those fucking feathers? Yeah, man? it's just mad. It's amazing. The one I get is, well, I bet there's a lot of broke people in your comments section. It's like, but you're here as well. Yeah. You're here it's commenting. Mad, like, it's mad, mad, isn't it? But so then I ended up getting drawn out. Yeah. And it was almost like, well, who are you to say? Ah, uh, okay. And then so I went, there was no... So there was no mention of my business. And then... And Were you weird, not even on LinkedIn then? Or? So I was on LinkedIn, but again, like, so people knew me as my old business. And then I did the name change. And Was then, it the same account though? Yeah, yeah, same is account. It? Just oh, swapped shit. over. And those yeah. people that don't remember me as my old... Like, what's mad is I get people that I've worked with before or I tried to sell my old product to when I had a business yeah. that talk to me now and say like, oh, I'm, uh, I can't watch your stuff. I'm a big fan of that. And yeah. I think, I've been in your office. Like, I was trying to sell you like my fucking... <laughs> Like you can't remember, but then yeah. obviously it's a different name, and yeah. you know you've spoke about different things for two yeah. years. But yeah, um, I forgot what I was saying. What was it? You are saying that. 
I'm the worst person ever that's yeah, what I'm saying because I'm all over the fucking place as well you were saying that oh they got drawn out yes, I ended up saying out. I'm not saying this because I, I don't know how like I've done the thing that your yeah. guru that yeah. you've I'm never got just, success from I'm not a hater yeah yeah I'm actually someone that's probably achieved. I could, be, I could be on stage. Yes. I could be on stage now saying, "This is how you." Um, this, could an oppo- this could be an yeah. exclusive. Could yeah, be yeah, a spot an opportunity, grow scale a business, and yeah. how you then exit a business for multiple millions. Yes. How to become a multimillionaire in two and a half years. Yeah. I could put out that course, and I know I could sell that course. Yeah. But here's the truth: if I could put it down into seven fucking steps, yeah, I would be doing it now. Yeah. I can't do it for myself yeah. because there's so many variables outside of your control. Like yeah. when we sold our business, there was another business that was acquiring businesses at that time. You can't create that in the future. You yeah. can work hard and you can do the right things, and, but there's still an element of luck yes. that's involved. And that is that somebody else is looking to purchase your business and values your business at that, uh, at that price at that time. Yeah. No amount of steps or courses or shortcuts or hacks can guarantee those results. So I couldn't sell you a course that I don't think would guarantee you results. I can tell you, like, you could sit in my office every day with me for two years and I can tell you day by day, step by step, exactly what I did. And even then, you still might not sell your business for eight million quid. Mm -hmm. There's too many variables, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was my point. I could have been a contrapreneur. And also deep down, you probably know that a lot of people... Even if you did have the steps, you're probably like, do you know what? Not everybody can do it. Well, most people can't. Like the stats show, was it 0.2% of people in the world are millionaires? Yeah. So even, even, and I know this is a really crude way of doing it. One in 500 people will become a millionaire or are a millionaire in the world. That's 0.2%. If you are bothered by my video and you think I've stopped you pursuing your dream and you've let my video affect you and like shit on your dreams, you 100% are not in that 0.2%. Because like I said before, I didn't watch YouTube videos trying to motivate myself in how to run a business. I just went and fucking worked in a startup, learned business for six years, felt confident enough to think I might be able to have a good crack at this and then did it. Yeah. My learning was paid for. My learning was paid for by actually being in a startup business, yeah. learning about business every day, not paying some idiot 12 grand to teach me about business in seven steps. Yeah. And that's all that anyone is like, what is the alternative? You know what's interesting, mate, that, that, that we're saying about this, a lot of these millionaires, none of them have any courses. Yeah. Because they're well, the doing ones, the thing that they're a millionaire in. I said, name the five or four or whatever most successful people in business in the world. And most people will always say the same ones. They'll still still say Steve Jobs. Yeah. They might say Jeff Bezos. They might say Elon Musk. They say all these types yeah, of people, Mark Zuckerberg, Branson, whatever. Yeah. Number one, do they sell you a course? No. <laughs> Number two, do they tell you they're doing it from four hours a day from their laptop on the beach? No. Yeah. Are they still working a lot? Yes. Yeah, do they put in long hours? Are they constantly... Are they posting on social media trying to tell you how successful they are? No. So why, when you already know the answer and you already know that what underpins what they do is actually working really hard, spotting opportunities, owning the IP, owning their actual products, Mm. are you now trying to buy a course from Caleb that's telling you they're all wrong? You didn't know who Caleb was two days ago. You typed in passive income on YouTube and now you're being targeted by Caleb and his mates for the next two weeks. That becomes your reality. The yeah. real secret is there is no secret. You already know the fucking answer yeah. because you named five people that do exactly the opposite of what you think is going to work for yeah. you. So part of me, originally I wanted to help people 
vulnerable people yeah. and I thought it would help. Yeah. Um, but now if you look at my DMs and I get hundreds of them a week now mm-hmm. saying, do you think this guru's legit? It's like, if you're asking that question, mate, you know the fucking answer. Yes. It's like, why are you trying to find out if he's legit? Just go and do, do something. Yeah. And it just does men's like Sometimes I think like, some of you deserve to be scammed now. If you've done this seven times and it's still not yeah, worked, you're the problem. I agree, I agree 100%. And that yeah, sounds I see that bad. All, the time. all these gurus, because a lot of the people, mate, you see this, a lot of the people, all these gurus are full of shit. These gurus are this. I'm like, well, you're the one. Like, you've done it on purpose. But there's a lot of people who are talking shit about loads of gurus. They're the ones that keep buying the courses. But I'm not trying to fail either, nah. by the way. Like, nah. the, the difference is, oh, I'm not yeah. trying to fail. Yes. I'm trying to make these things work. I yeah. can't go on forever. Money's fucking run out. <laughs> but but the, the mad thing is, it's like, if uh, you've got to take some responsibility yeah. and also as well, you're now doing the very thing that I'm trying to criticize. Like you're now coming to me and wanting me to shortcut your answer to find out whether this is legit or yeah, not. It's dude. like, I'm not, I'm not a hero. I'm not your, your so, guru. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm not your guru. I'm not the anti guru. I'm just someone that's like, try I'm a businessman. Yeah. And I worked, I've, I've told you how I did it. I worked in a startup and yeah. that's like, there, that's it. And people are like, well, can you just tell me how you did it? It's like, well, how many times do you need me to fucking say it? It's like, well, you know, can I just pay for you to be a mentor? I get asked that now a lot. It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not a mentor. I'm a guy that runs a fucking business that makes money. Yeah. I've not got time to come down and, do you see what I mean? Yeah, I do. It just doesn't matter, mate. I do. Mate, so let's talk about actual business then because we've got a lot of, there'll be a lot of business owners listening in. What have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had in your business? Because it's easy to talk about all this fun stuff and this, all these wins and all that. But what what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had? Um, I think sometimes running a business is is lonely, and yeah. people have got this misconception that you're like money grabbing, you're cap- like capitalist or whatever. Yeah. But I was probably the lowest paid person in my business for like two years, and it sometimes it used to bother me when you'd hear staff saying that you know they, they wanted more or whatever. Yeah. And in your head, you're thinking, I've paid myself a grand this month, mm-hmm. or I've just paid enough to cover my bills, but you're there whinging about, like, you're earning two and a half times more money than I'm earning, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so there was that. It's lonely. Um, but just finding right people, people that care about the thing as much as you care yes. about, I don't know. Almost impossible, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad as well. So it's like, weirdly, the last six months of my business was pretty much babysitting for 60% of the time. Like, he doesn't want to work with her anymore. She's upset about him. But when there was four or five of you at the very beginning, you're like a band of brothers. It's like, it's us against the world. Yes. I'll do every job role in this business. Yeah. Whereas once you've got 20 staff, 25 staff, whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, that's not my job. I'm not doing that. You know, I, I'm not meant to do that. And it's yeah, like, finish well, at five. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. fucking hell, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was mad. So th- there's that really, but biggest challenges. It's just everything. I'd say people and hiring is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, cash flow is always a big thing as well. Yeah. Um, and also, when you're the little guy, you can get a big contract with someone and they are the ones that try and fuck you over the most. Like, I don't know how these oh, big yeah. organizations yeah. want to tell you it's 128. Yeah, dude, we had that with it when I had the supplement company. We had the biggest, if you can imagine, a high street train begins yeah. begins with an H and a B. Yeah, we had the thing with those, and they wanted like X amount of pallets us to fund them, and then they wanted 120 day payment terms. And I'm yeah. like, we're fucking, we're just started. Then they say your invoice isn't in, so it's on the next nah, payment running like yeah, another 120 wild. days. But it's like you're killing us. And but then even stuff like business rates, and that's the hardest thing I think for people. So the amount of tax I paid. <laughs> during that year that I sold the business yeah. blew my mind and sometimes I'd sit there saying like 
I'm paying tax with the business, corporation tax, then I'm paying personal tax or whatever. And then you can't even get a fucking wheelie bin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it's, it's mad, isn't it? It's like, I've employed 25 people from Warrington here, yeah. so they're, they're now all paying tax. And yes. I, I've invented this business. Like, yeah. I've invented this product. And it's like, and it's, it's very hard. And I think some employees don't understand the amount of pressure on you. Like, you yeah. almost have to earn triple, quadruple what employees think you need to earn to yeah. almost get yes. the same amount of money back. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because I think, I think what, and we talked to a friend of mine who owns a, a clothing company, they're in GD Sports and foot aside on and that, and he said one of the biggest mistakes he made was when he first started was that he thought all the money was his. Yeah. So no. staff could think all this money's coming into the business, yeah. but it's not actually ours as a business owner, is it? No, it's, it's mad. It's mad. Uh, so it's, it was horrible paying two lots of tax when we did sell the business because obviously you get walloped on your personal tax and you get walloped on the business tax. Yeah. And it's mad. Yeah. And then, because then I, I no longer was employed, trying to get a mortgage to buy a house. I do that like, exactly the same like, thing. I just sold the business that I just sold the business that was the three years of accounts that you probably yeah. need. And it was like, oh no, you, you can't get. I was like, mad. It's just it's just a weird kind of. It's a tough gig, really, and it can be lonely. And that's how come I always say you want there to be like support for types of people and all that type of thing. Like like the board you can't afford, just have other people. Because you're also as well, your conversations with your friends, I don't know if you've noticed this, yeah. and um, some of them might watch this, I don't know, but people liked it when you were saying, oh, how's your business? And you'd be like, oh, do you know what? I'm not fucking paying myself. I'm struggling. Oh, if we don't yeah. sell anything this month, we might yes. have to shut the doors. Yeah, They like that kind of stuff. I don't mean like it's in the fucking revel in it, but that's yeah. an, oh, right, that's interesting, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When, you're kind of with them, aren't you? Yeah, kind of with them in that. When I sold business and got the money, yeah, then people felt st- started being a bit weird with me. Ah, uh, must be nice, must be nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's easy for you because of yeah. it's like I'm gone. Like I've just, I'm now paying myself what I should have been paying. Business for is last... a fucking risk, isn't it? Really, it's exactly. A, it's a risk almost every day. Yeah, because there's no guarantee of payment. No, ever. I know, and it's just no mad. sick pay, no holiday pay. But even, I know this is an odd thing to say maybe, right? So me and you are mates, we go on the fucking school run, whatever. And yeah. you, you might say to me, oh, my boiler's packed up, it's going to cost me 400 quid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell, shit, mate. That's yeah. a normal conversation you might have with mates. Oh, Campbell's gone on my car or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now, because I've sold my business and you know that I've got a few quid. Yeah. You don't want to talk to me about that thing because you don't want me to think, oh, are you asking me for money? Yes. You're probably not. We're yeah, mates we are, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then if you do have that thing yeah. and you do ask me, there's a chance that I might think, oh, you've mentioned this twice to me this week. Yeah. Are you asking me for money? So then yeah, there's a weird yeah. thing where you're both second guessing each other. <laughs> and it's like, it became weird, just normal yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I had a mate that had, he had a seven grand debt and he was talking to me about it. Yeah. And then his missus said to my missus the same thing. Yeah. And then he mentioned it on the other time. Uh, another time I was walking to school, I was like, oh. and I was like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And it was like, oh, as long as someone, if someone could just give me that seven grand, I'd be, I'd be able to sort myself out. And then it's weird because you've got to say no. Yeah. You don't have to say no, but it was almost like, but why would I give you seven grand? Yeah. To pay your debt or whatever. You've already proven your shit with money. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was just like, a, now you're just going to be shit with my money. Yeah. It was just a mad thing. And so I was like, when are you going to give me that back? Yeah. But so it was a weird thing. So I, I don't know if you did the same thing. I started saying the same thing to everyone. Um, I need to speak to my accountant. So I never would answer anybody straight away. I need to speak to my accountant because all my money's tied up. It's all in investments. And yeah. that would always give me it. I'd yeah. never have that. Buy yourself time. And then like a day or two later, say like, oh, we can't. It's been ring fenced for X, Y, Z. Yeah. That's what I used to say. Yeah. But yeah. equally as well, I know this, this will sound like a dick thing to say. Having 
two, three, four, five million at age 28, 29, 30, 31 or whatever, that is not enough to retire on. It's not like five million quid in the 70s or two million quid in the 70s. Dude, that's crazy. You leave your money in the that's, bank. Dude, that's crazy. That's not enough to retire right. on. Right, let's say, you, say you've got a million quid. Let's yeah. just say a million quid. And I hear this a lot when I'm out and about. If I had a million quid, I'd do this, right? You put a million quid in the bank, you might get like 0.5% interest. Yeah. So what's that, like five grand a year? Yeah, something like that. But you spend more than five grand a year now, don't you? Yeah. So now you're eating into your one million quid. I spent that on petrol coming here, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so then it's like, oh, well, you can just live off the interest. You can't live off the interest. You can't live off five grand a year. And then it's like, but equally now you've got a million quid, you'll probably buy yourself a house or a car or five whatever. Five grand a year, you'll get your fucking balls taxed off as well, probably. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, that's all it is. But then you start eating into it. So if you just go, if you pay yourself a hundred grand a year, it's yeah. only 10 years. But that's Truth. if you're not, if that's if you're not spending anything. Yeah. But then you're going to go on a nice holiday. But then if you're spending like 10 grand on a holiday, well, you've just used like one month of your money already. So you can Shit. burn through money so quick. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I wanted to let people know. It's like a million quid isn't as much as you think. No. If you've got money coming in every I, month, I think it's, it's because you never manage. see that. You never see that one million quid like in one go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was a surreal moment, like seeing that money drop in my bank account. Yeah. That was an, honestly like checking your online banking. I'm, yeah. I'm a Halifax. It took like two hours longer for me. <laughs> so all the other lads are like saying, oh, look at this. I can't yeah, believe yeah, it. And job. I was like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Shit. But it's mad like that. Pretty much I live on less money now than I did when I w- worked in a business. Really? Yeah. So I used to pay myself the last six months of the business uh, um, that I had. I paid myself 10 grand a month. Not... Yeah to be a dick it was like because that was money I didn't pay myself in the first Before, 18 yeah. months it was almost like this is this month's salary and the salary I didn't pay myself like a year ago yes. so I was almost like double double yeah. bubble pretty much Yeah, that was an easy number to understand and it was a far happier number to have yeah. than someone just dropping two million quid in your account and saying there you go don't come to work on Monday which mm. everyone thinks is the dream and I know you've had Tyson Fury on yeah. when Tyson Fury went on Joe Rogan and explained how he felt when he won the world titles that was exactly how I felt by the Wednesday after getting the money on the Monday. It was almost like, oh shit, what do we do now? Like, what am I? Yeah. What do you do for a living? Yeah. Uh, how did you deal with that apart from going to success resources? Um, I found it hard. I was looking, I went and applied at an estate agent in Warrington two weeks later just to go and work in an estate agent. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because you, I wanted to learn job? about property. How mad's this? Um, I said, I'm happy to go commission only. And that made him nervous. Really? They're like, I don't get it. Like, why would you not want the, the two grand a month salary? Yeah. And I was like, because I'd, I'd rather just get paid more on what I sell. That the learning was worth more to me. And I don't mean this to mean I didn't need the money. Yeah. No, I was going to negotiate a better commission package. Instead yes. of paying me 5%, pay me 10%. Yes. But then basically pay me on my results, which yeah. is a tip to anyone that wants to run their own business. If you're confident enough in your ability and you can do that, negotiate that at your business now. Because yeah. then you'll see if you can run your own business yes. when it's on you. Yes. So I just said... And people wouldn't employ me because I didn't fit that, oh, I'll just take the money. So then I applied to a couple more places and no one was interested. Holy shit. But the first place I went that was interested in me, I said, I don't want my, I don't want the two grand a month basic. Yeah. I just want commission yeah. only, but just give me a better commission rate. Shit. So I will work harder for you. And they're like, well, we want you to turn up at eight and leave at six. Yeah. And I was like, no, you pay me on my results here. So what I wanted to do was, I thought my plan was, weirdly, when good properties came up in Warrington that fitted my idea for investing in property, yeah. I was, oh, I'll, you were I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. We can tell your sales guy, oh, what, you want to say house? Yeah, we, I'll buy that. Yeah, all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was the plan. I can cut out the middle, man. Yeah. That was my actual plan. Yeah. 
And um, but yeah, no, it never came about. So, but how did I cope with it? Not very well, if I'm honest. I would say I've had a steady decline. And if it wasn't for what I'm doing now in the last sort of sort of six months, fuck knows where I'd be. I was like, like in a dark place, really, just because. And it was the loss of purpose, the loss of a clear goal. Yes. There's loads of stuff out there telling you. I suppose you've gone from listen when you build a business like that. There's a lot of work. There's no switching off. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. Well, it's your life, isn't it? Yeah, it's your life, and then suddenly it's gone. Gone. Yeah. And what do you do? And people think that money replaces that, but it doesn't. You still got the same fucking problems in your head. You've just got now more time to think about them. Yeah. And more money. Well, to... Well, you know, I talk about I talk about anxiety you know, get and panic over attacks them. a lot. Yeah, and I think that that anyone that has a business, and in fact, I think anybody that creates any kind of anxiety, the great problem solvers. Now you've kind of got you've gone from solving probably if you think about this probably like maybe a hundred problems a day. Yeah. In your business, and now there's like, have I emptied the fucking dishwasher? That's like, oh, exactly. right, right. I would post letters or go to the fucking um, Royal Mail post office on my lunch break, shoot in, shoot out, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Now that was my one job for the day. <laughs> Took like two and a half hours to put. Like literally, I can walk there in about two minutes. It'd be yeah. like, oh, you know, get a shower, get dressed. Yeah. Walk down. I'll go the long way around, a little stroll. And it was like, that's what have you done today? I've. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I should have probably got a personal trainer and got in shape, but. Yeah. Yeah, too much hard work in it. Yeah. If only there was a pill I could take. <laughs> Give me that result. Yeah, yeah. about three thousand personal trainers listening to this right now. Yeah, you? I get loads from that sector saying you need to investigate this personal trainer. Really? And that's the weirdest thing. Other people now taking my entrepreneur formula See, and then gone. This guy's a bullshit. That guy's a bullshit. This guy's taking the one. steroids. Yeah, yeah. Well, this um, property is the one that seems to have took to what I'm doing the most. There's like ethical people in property that hate the scammers. Yeah. And um, so that's where I get most of my love and hate from. Yeah. But fitness is another one. Is it? Yeah, I always get asked about, you know, what about this guy? He's using the same tactics. You know, well, you'll get it. Yeah, you'll see this one. Yeah. You've got guys there telling you how to, you're a PT, I can six-figure your income by getting 100 <laughs> clients a month. Yeah. They probably never... High ticket. It always, they, says, it always says the word high ticket. Yeah, they probably Works never had... in the world. Yeah. yeah. They probably never had any clients. No. You're their only client. They've no. probably never been a PT. No. So that's that's like ninety nine percent. All the PTs listening will be fucking loving yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. it's true, isn't it? It was weird. Um, you, know. Um, you know, is it Ben from Gymshark? They've done well for themselves. Oh, recently. dude, yeah, good luck, Francis. Yeah. So uh, there's Ben and there's Noel, yeah. and um, it's weird how it's like because I'm not a, a social media guy. I'm not, but it's weird how people that I sort of admired or had watched their business from afar, from like yeah. a business perspective. Yeah. It was that video. So Ben sent me a message, a DM on Instagram saying, do you know what? I've just, we've watched your um, entrepreneur formula in our offices. We think it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, they could send me some fucking clothes if they wanted to. <laughs> I don't fit. Well, what I'm, what I'm wondering XL. is, we were talking about getting Ben on the podcast. Yeah, so it'd be a good one to have that. Yeah, we'll see if it would be great that, yeah. But it's, yeah. Um, so he was one and then I'd get loads and it was like, oh, wow, you're people I've seen on TV before and you're telling me, it was a weird kind of moment where it's like, oh, wow, people... Yeah. Lots of people are seeing this because I don't know if you think of this. I don't think of a view as someone actually watching my stuff, and not a weird. real person. Followers are the same. I'm like forty thousand, twenty thousand. Do you think that in a football stadium, if you stood in centre circle, like you, you might have more followers on social media than some of these biggest brands in the world have got. Well, you know, like, you know, football clubs. Yeah. yeah. And it, that bit blows my mind, and and I've I've never been recognised or anything like that. Mm. Um, until like recently I've had like but it's like oh I've seen your video and when they start telling you things that you've said and sometimes they think oh I talk a lot of shit anyway don't even believe half it I say or oh, I changed my opinion on it in six months time yeah. but I think, do you remember in 2016 when you said that thing on that video yeah which yeah. it's like oh it's a different world now isn't it it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's mad yeah, yeah. the internet isn't it don't dude you think? it's crazy oh dude 
dude, it's mad. Like, that thing with the dogs is mad. You just get, like, I think people can think they can get away with saying what the fuck they want to say as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's you get a lot of wilds. What's the maddest thing that anyone's ever said to you? Um, so someone said to me, um, it was mad. So I wore a Superman outfit to an event, just like taking the piss. <laughs> And at 3 a.m. I'm a bit disappointed you're not in one right now. I'm uh, honest. Yeah. At 3 a.m. I got um, a message from someone saying, I would love you to come to my hotel room. Make sure you're wearing the cape. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that woman was uh, maybe in her mid 60s. Wow. Then I saw her the next day at the same event. And oh, you're actually oh, at an okay. event. So overnight. So she's seen, obviously seen some of the stuff, been a fan. Yeah. Seemed like in the in the gear or whatever. Send that message at three AM. Then I've had to basically sit four fucking seats down oh, from her. Shit. So my response to that was a little bit too much wine last night, was it? Yeah. Make a joke about it, yeah. and then that's it. That's one of the weirdest things. That and is then, weird. And then another a lad messaged me, and he'll know who he is if you watch this because it's a funny. Like, weirdly, I speak to him sometimes now. Yeah. And he said, "Um, oh, I love your stuff. Um, it's a two day event. Where are you staying?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, well, I'm staying in a hotel or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, um, do you mind if I meet up for a drink with you? Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm not being funny. So I used to live in London for two years when I went to uni. So I said, yeah. I don't even get to see people that I know in London when yes. I'm working. So yes. I'm not going to meet people I don't know. Yes. I don't, that sounds a bit, yes. a bit shitty, but yeah. I ain't got enough time to see my mates. I'm not going to see someone I don't know. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, no, no, I don't want you to think it's anything like that. And I was like, anything like what? And he went, like, you know, you know, like I wanted to like, bum you or whatever. And I was like, this legit is conversation. Dude, that's a very like, old one thing. Get on this, right? Yeah. So I go, oh, I didn't think it was that. And he's like, you yeah. know, because I know like, you know, you're, you're a straight, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and he goes, but I think you're spaghetti. Have you ever heard this phrase? Spaghetti? No. And I was like, what the fuck's spaghetti? He went, you're only straight till I warm you up. Oh my God. <laughs> So that's it, apparently. I'm spaghetti. But, wow. but the maddest thing about that was... By, what temperature are you right now, by the way, just in case? It's getting warm. <laughs> but the maddest thing about it was, I'd never heard that. And I said, I actually was spying, like, fair play to you for being fucking ballsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where is this word spaghetti? So, so I've used that um, that spaghetti like line a few times. Like, oh, have you ever- I'd have this kid on my sales team. Yeah, I think it'd be amazing on the phone. But yeah, so spaghetti, and uh, he's a good lad. But they're probably the two weirdest things I've had. But that was like non-entrepreneur related. It was just from like you know seeing you on, online yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the maddest one that I have seen was from one of uh, Grant Cardone's resellers, 10x, a 10xer, telling me he knew where Winnet Towers was. So I, I take the piss. I say that the building I'm working is called Winnet Towers, yes. and that I fly from Warrington Airport. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't fucking got an airport. And he said, "We've booked tickets from Fra- San Francisco to Warrington Airport, and we're going to come and cave your head in." Um, Uncle Uncle G is going to bring the thunder, whatever the fuck that oh is, ten X thunder. Um, so they were coming over, and my response to him was, "If you've genuinely got, if you genuinely know where Winnet Towers is, and you've booked flights to um, Warrington Airport." By all means, I'll stand there and let you, you lot do it. Nice. It's like, you're looking for a, a non-real person at a fake address at an airport that doesn't <laughs> exist, mate. I don't think you've done your research here. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, it's a funny old... Um, and, and you said before about that whole criticism online. Is there something you're ever... Like, you're clearly not fucking worried about, are you? Uh, nah, not really. It's like... No, like, 
realistically, most people aren't going to do anything. And it's the same when people criticise footballers at their own clubs. Oh, he's a prick. I hate him, whatever. Yeah. If he was in your local shop and you saw him, you would get a picture with him. Yes. You would, nine times out of ten, you wouldn't do anything. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Um, plus, my brother's quite hard. So I was like, I was getting That's all right with Mark. Yeah. I'm like, me, come down to the office anytime you want, Mark, will fucking sort you yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. My, my brother fights now, so like, I'm not that arse. But also, as well, the biggest thing I noticed about YouTube, or the most comment I get the most is, um, you've got a bum chin. Really? Now, listen, I never realised I had a bum chin until I got YouTube. I've gone through I my whole even, life not realising. I didn't realise you've gone through. I've looked in the mirror every day in my life. Uh, and I've never realised realize it. But chin. now, it's like, you can do a fucking 45-minute, well-researched, deep-dive, investigative journalist piece on crypto mining with your real results, put your heart and soul, and someone goes, oh, you've got an ass on your face. Wow. That is... But, and the money thing is, I don't know if they think, A, it bothers me, because it doesn't. It's like, I went to school with this chin. Like, yeah. I, I've had to... Like, I'm just glad you noticed. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. It's just mad. And it's like, there's that. Or, I'm not going to bite, because it's not even... It's not, number one, it's not funny. Yeah. But yeah. also, it's not offensive either. It's like a... It's just a weird thing to see. We've yeah, got this. We had it's two, just an odd we one. Had two guys of the weekend. We've got a video of me interviewing um, Tyson Fury, and they're like, oh, I hate that guy's voice. Not Fury, the other one. Make me fucking voice. Yeah. Really? I, I actually, my response, I actually responded to this one. I said, sorry, mate, I'll make sure I change it just for you next time. Yeah. Do you get... Um, is it Aaron Chambers? Do Aaron Chambers. Yeah, do you, he it, trains with us. Oh, I was going to say, trains do, you, do you get that a lot, though? Because... I do. You sound a yeah. lot like him, and obviously you got a similar vibe. I do. Aye, aye, I do. Yeah. He's just a lot younger than me. Yeah, he he's doing all right man. as well. Fair play to him. Aaron's also well. We've been trying to get him on for months. Yeah, he's trying to, when you're coming on, bro. Big, big time um, now, isn't he? Hey, I'll tell you what, I do know. He's the nicest smelling man, Mac. Is he? He smells unbelievable. Yeah, I uh, smell. But he, like, even when you you'd be sweating all over you, but even his sweat smells. I want to say this about him, right? So he is the perfect example of. Um, someone that has grasped an opportunity when it's come to him. Yeah. And you can't create him because there'll be MMA fans that think, oh, he only got on... Is he on Bama? Is he still on Bama? He's on Bellator. Is he, oh, is Bellator. He, he went Bama first, and Bellator, yeah, didn't Bellator, he? yeah. But it's like, he's only on there because of who he is. It's like, but he's still got to do bits as well. It's, he's still got to do the thing. Like, yeah, that's opened the door for him, but that door be fucking slammed in his face if he's getting knocked out. Well, that, cage, I mean? that cage, and also, has, he's fucking, that cage, he's fighting. Exactly. He's fighting. And you'll know this as well, um... It's what it's the loneliest sport when you're oh, in there. Dude. Like losing at football. Yeah. I mean, we got dicked by a shit team at the weekend. Yeah. And um but you can take it you can you can take it on the chins. Um you can <laughs> but you can take it and just say like, Well, do you know what? I've I've done all right here or, yeah. or it was a mistake. It wasn't my down. fault. Yeah. But when it's fighting, there's another man that is better than you. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. And that can well, fucking even then crush it might you. not be better than you. You might catch it with a lucky punch and spark you the fuck out. Yeah, but, but white you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but for that moment in time, it's like, do you know what? Like, I've made a mistake. They've capitalised. Yes. I've given that opportunity yeah. or whatever. So, well, do you know as well, we were, we've had, um, he's trained with us for... But I like him. Do you know what? Jordy Shaw, what they do, they get a fucking discount code. They go on Instagram, they get a few followers. Yeah. He's not done that. No. He's He's done the bits like that to do that, but he's yeah. now gone and done something that's probably one of the hardest things he can fucking do. Yeah. Well, why Sam, give him, Sam why give him shit? that we've had on, he doesn't even do the discount code at all now. He's in property. Yeah. Like, buying legit properties. Yeah. Yeah. And and Aaron, though, is a... Uh, I've heard this... Loads of people criticise him, saying he shouldn't be doing this and that. But what you got to understand is that there's a guy, he's bringing a completely new set of fans yeah, yeah. to watch well, they MMA. They streamed it on Facebook, didn't they? Yeah. I remember one of, one well, of his early fights. He, he did one in the in Newcastle Arena and two lads from our gym fought on it mm-hmm. and and they got on a show in a fucking arena that they would never have got on unless mm-hmm. it was for him, unless it was because of him. Yeah, exactly. Like, because he filled the arena with people. 
It's yeah. mad. Like, so I get, it's, it's weird with criticism. I well, think there's one that Sam's also had a fight on Fame MMA, right? This he basically fought another kid off Jordy Shaw, right? Yeah. It was it was it was fucking mad. And I'm one kid. Ah, oh, I saw that. Was they got like celebrities to fight? Yeah, for, yeah. So that Harvey fought on it and that. Yeah. So Sam fought on it. He beat another kid from Jordy Shaw who weighed in like a stone overweight. Yeah. Like that's phenomenal amount of weight away and overweight. Anyway, I, I was I read all the comments online, and one of them was like, "It was a boring as fuck fight. You should have just smacked him." Yeah. Like, mate, he's took him on the ground. He's fucking... We always end up talking about fighting. Yeah. Is there... He's took him on the ground and dominating him, but that just goes to show how, like, th- there's there's anybody that leaves comments in the comment section is, like, like clearly doesn't have a fucking yeah. Scooby, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, weird, like, I was talking about something in the week to them guys. So I got criticised the other day. There's a boxer now who's fighting in America, and his nickname's White Chocolate. I don't know if you've seen him. He's no, only a young lad. Him. He looks like Paul Lo- uh, Logan Paul. Really? Blonde hair. Uh, doesn't look like a fighter and he yeah. does like the floss in that when he knocks people out. Uh, but he's four he's yeah. four four fights, four knockouts, yeah. first round knockouts and that. Yeah. And people are going nuts over him. But yeah. when he throws his uh when he throws his left hand, he drops his right hand. Yeah. Right. And um so I made a comment saying like, oh if he saw he has got a technical problem there, yeah. if when he goes to a higher level, yeah. um he needs to like he might get clocked. Yeah. So like, that's because I'm a massive fight fan. Yeah. I've watched my brother fight. Yeah. I've trained lots of times. I've fought a few times when yeah. I was like younger, teenager. Yeah. So my nose is fucked. But, yeah. but I'm not a professional fighter, yeah. right? And then yeah. the first one was, you, you fat fuck. <laughs> well, show me a link to your professional fights. I've not said he's a bad fighter. I'm not saying he doesn't know how to fight. Yeah. The kid can punch for his weight. Yeah. Like, he's knocking people out and stuff. Yeah. But when someone throws a left, if someone throws a left hand and goes like that yeah. and then throws left hands, yeah. someone else needs to have spotted this. I'm not, yeah. it's, it's like, it's yeah. not even critical. He's a good fighter. Yeah. He can bang and just say, oh, he needs to yeah. tighten up that, that right hand when he throws yeah. his left. And I got so much shit from Dude, it. It's mad, isn't but it? But then I thought, am I now the same person that I yeah. criticize? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then it's like people jumping on Dylan White now oh Dylan White's overrated and this is a genuine comment I saw Dylan White's always been overrated and I, I just wrote that. by who oh, that's all I wrote I said yeah. by who and he went people and I went people like the WBC WBO IBF like yeah. who yeah and so well he's not top 20 and I went so all these organisations that rate him in the top 5 they're all wrong they don't know shit about boxing but you in the YouTube comments know so I said can you just post me your top 20 rankings yeah like, nothing from him but it's the same thing. I couldn't it's even like, name 20 heavyweight boxers now when no, I'm no. a big boxing fan. Yeah, it's like five or six. Yeah. People <laughs> that. But it's mad, isn't it? So, dude, what am what am I always like to ask this question. I, I'm kind of sure I know the answer, but I love asking it anyway. What do you do to fucking switch, like, get away from business? What's your thing? Um, To be honest, I've got kids. So yeah. it's pretty much, it's like dad's taxis as soon as I finish work. Yeah. Go home, How taking, old are your kids? Uh, nine and five. So I'm taking one football, one ballet, like we're swimming. Yeah. I've got nine and seven. Nine. Yeah, it's just mad, isn't it? So it's, yeah. it's that really. And then I've started playing football this uh, last few weeks, yeah. mainly for my mental health, to be honest, just yeah. to get me out, be around lads again yeah. and that. Yeah. Um, I'm not allowed to fight. Because I had an operation on my nose, so I'm not, oh, even, I'm not, not even allowed to spar. I thought you were going to say you missed it. You no, like, I know. I've had that so, already. So I'm not even allowed to spar. Because if I, if I, I shouldn't say this in case someone does come, come up, fly over <laughs> to like right, from San Francisco to warrant an airport. Yeah, so if I break my nose, whatever, I, like I've had, um, is it a septum removed? Broken. Oh, have you had it removed? removed yeah, because I damaged my um, nose um, sparring before a fight, then still fought with a broken nose. Oh shit! For a draw as well, there was absolutely no point shit. having the fight. Yeah. There was no point. So you can't even get punched in the trumpet anymore. No. Oh. Shit. Which is mad. So even playing football sometimes, when the ball's in the air and it's a header, I'm thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I go up with my arm now. Like, well, dude, I remember <laughs> I, I, I once broke my nose six days before a fight and didn't spar, yeah. didn't fight. 
And um, I went to the I went to the hospital. Dude, I was thirty seven as well. I took my mum right to the hospital because I thought my mum was like, "Oh, they're straightening for you at the hospital," <laughs> and they basically said, "Are you still going to box?" I was like, "Well, I've only just started a year ago," and I said, "Yeah," and they were like, "Well." Just go home. Apparently, when they do that, it just softens all the things. Yeah. It gets worse and worse and worse. Mine healed in a weird, like, twisted way, so you could see it looked weird, like a, a bogey hanging all the time. It's like <laughs> so my bone was sticking out of my left nostril. Really? So then, and then it set in that position, and then I couldn't breathe. So if I went underwater and tried to bro- breathe yes. out of my left nostril, nothing came yes. out. So I was struggling in that. So then I went. Then they said, oh, yeah, we should have sorted that out a year ago. Yeah. So they let it set for a year. When I said to them, this isn't right. Oh, so shit, then they're about yes. to break it again and then remove it. Also, like now, my nose is so weak inside. Oh, fuck. Can you like squash it in there? Yeah, it's like it was, it was <laughs> such a mess. But, and that was so, um, it's just a mad so thing. Football, so, yeah. so football is now the thing that I kind of do. 11 aside. 11 aside. Um, I said, listen, I'll just come down and train. I don't want to play. First yeah. game, they said, you're starting. And I've played like seven games. I've started every game. Really? But I, that, I'm not good, by the way. I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah. And I, I'm the one the ones where, if you want to sub, I'll come off at any moment. Yeah. Or if, it's <laughs> I, like all, the, I like that all yeah, the time. Yeah. It's lads, they, lads. They do rolling subs now. Really? Yeah, for 11 aside, which is mad. So, like, literally. So you can just go off, take a breather, and come back on? I, I play the ball down the line, roll myself off, and tell the, <laughs> the right back to get on. The, you just go up there and roll on really? up there. So I pass the ball to myself in theory. Shit. So. Shit. But I yeah, so that. I'm doing well, that. That's what I started it. doing. I remember I hadn't played football for about seven years, and I started playing again. But, dude, after a game, I couldn't walk for, like, fucking yeah, four days. Struggle. Yeah, it's brutal. And do you know what? Here's what's mad. I was talking about, who was I talking about this, man? I think it was Martin Stapleton this morning, ex uh, Bama World Champion Martin, mm. and we were talking about I get less injuries doing jujitsu every day than mm. I did when I play football. Yeah. I get less injuries fighting than I did when I play football. But you know what it is as well in that though. You have got people in the in that gym like as much as you're trying to hurt each other, you look after yeah. each other, and you know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Sunday league football, you've got lads there that have probably three four years past the peak or their yeah. prime. And three, on four life. stone overweight. Yeah, that used to be decent at school. Yes. And um. <laughs> trying to snap your leg and it's like to them they want a story to tell their mates in the pub like oh yeah I, I crashed into that lad not realising that that person's just like you they're a mechanic they you He's know got to go to work so, and, and you you know there's lads breaking their legs in that on Sunday League football because some fat prick just wants to try and not make a name for himself and I've got a mate that lives where I live now yeah um um, ex-footballer yeah. and he said he doesn't play Sunday league football he wants to because yeah. he likes to be around the lads and yes. that because he tried playing and in 20 minutes he was absolutely snapped by two centre midfielders on, on a Sunday league team Seriously. because of who he is because they know him really because he's well known so yeah. he can't even do the thing that he just loves playing yeah. because you want people to make a name themselves just so they can say I snapped whoever and yeah. same with rugby league in Warrington yeah. Played well, dude, Aaron would have had a bit of that going to gyms I bet I, want, I always think that about them when you go yeah. to a different gym or they're, or they're trying to fucking beat you up because of who you are and that like give you a bit of a pace then yeah it's mad isn't it yeah it's mad my brother says that um when he'd be sparring that he'd see like jim worries sometimes like trying to because he's had a few fights yeah some of the young lads that want to spar and want to make a name for yourself it's yeah. like we're here to learn in yeah. a weird way and that'll be why you don't get injured in jiu-jitsu because most of you will be trying to learn and help each other yeah. rather than yeah, 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 yeah. i'm going to smash you about yeah, yeah that's that we were talking about that this morning like like one of the things in our gym is just be a good training partner don't be a fucking yeah, yeah. don't be a fucking moron but it's, all, it's the same thing as well. Like, you can all you can all throw a punch out if you want to. You could all be horrible and like you know drop your knee on the neck if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't because you wouldn't want anyone to do that to you either. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually I've, I've trained at a gym once and it, they wouldn't let their fighters spar, so they wouldn't spar for a fight. 
Really? Yeah, but then in the ring, they'd, they'd be unreal. Oh, that's mad. Well, which well, is mad, I, isn't it? Yeah. At our gym, I know for lads that are having a fight, Mark will be able to tell us it's like Monday sparring day, isn't it? Like, so mm. he's like, I don't want you sparring on a Friday when you've trained all week. So yeah. I want you to take Sunday off, maybe Saturday as well, and spawn on a Monday when you when you're fresh and you're not yeah. going to make ridiculous fucking decisions. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fucking smart, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mike, win it, mate. I've had a fucking blast. Thank you so much. No worries, I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, Mike. By the way, before you go. Where could the guys who are listening in find out more about <laughs> it's LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. right? Uh, LinkedIn, yeah. YouTube. So, so YouTube's the main thing. So just search for Mike Winnet, which yeah. is like winner with a T on the end. <laughs> that's, that's it. So you know, you know what a win it means. Where, it's like a, a little bit of shit that's hanging off your arse. Yeah, it's a yeah. shit surname. Well, that's do that. <laughs> well, that's why I asked you. Know, I noticed he didn't reply. I sent Mike a voice yeah. note. I was saying, mate, just so I don't fuck up on the podcast. How do I pronounce your surname? Yeah. Is it Winnie? Winnet? Yeah. Winnet? Win it. Yeah. And, and it turns out it's not his real name. No, no. What a cunt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mike. No worries. Thank you, mate.